you know what I'm excited about? I'm excited that people's lives are changing, that uh, the good news actually works. Thankful for that. It's just continuing to go up and up online, which is awesome. He says like 20% up even over last week, which is cool. So it's exciting. Did you guys get anything out of last week? I'm going to stay on this for a couple weeks because I think this is, um, this is the part I think if we, uh, um, I was thinking about this today a lot, that uh, it's so easy for us to fall into this idea that we're just natural versus the supernatural part of us. And it's, uh, guys, guys we're, we're more spiritual than physical. I think you all know that. That uh, when you really tap into who we are and our oneness in him and we're attached to the great I am. I am. You need health, I'm that, right? You need provision, I'm that too. He's the I am. So it's just really this revelation that uh, uh, we're not trying to get somewhere. We start in this completion and that was the revelation that Christ came is that, uh, hey, we've never been separated. We've never been unloved. He was never angry at our behavior. That's just, that's the accuser. That's the condemnation we had. And he's trying to just, I'm the perfect parent. I'm the perfect lover. That uh, nothing could separate you from God. That's what Paul's revelation was. He goes, hey, you know what? And all these things, and he lists them in Romans 8, all these different th- situations that we go through, whether it's um, sickness and lack and all these things he said that he goes, uh, is that proof that we did anything wrong or is that God mad at us? He goes, nay, no way. You're more than a conqueror in Christ. It's gonna be better. Even death, he goes, I've even conquered that. Don't even worry about that. Amen? So there's nothing to look forward to except life. That's exciting to me. So anyway, um, uh, can we go to this first slide? I just wanna show you something. This, you guys know what this is? It's one of the, those are called the um, pillars of creation from the Hubble telescope. I, mean, if you, I love this kind of stuff because um, that's who we're attached to. That's who we're one with. So I just want to share this with you. Like uh, uh, that nebulae, nebulous, I guess it's singular, um, is 6,500 to 7,000 light years away. So I don't think our brain can go there. Um, and then that on the left, that tallest finger or whatever they call it, that is four light years tall. Okay, now let me give you some, some uh, try to get your brain around this, okay? So you guys know a light year is uh, a, a distance, right? It's the amount of, it's the distance that light can travel in a year. Now let me tell you how far it travels in a second. It travels 186,000 miles per second. So every second it, it, it uh, goes around the earth seven and a half times. So every second it's 186,000 miles. And that one's 7,000 light year, years away, not every second. So to me, it, it just, it reminds me every now and then like, oh yeah, I'm in a pretty good spot, <laughs> right? <laughs> this guy knows what he's doing and I'm attached to him. I just, I love this stuff because it's the wonders, etc. And it, it really just helps me just relate to the spiritual again. That gosh, you know what? What are we doing with with this natural stuff that we see, we're not, we're attached to him. He's not limited to the natural, he's supernatural. This is just uh, one nebulous. Out of, I don't know how many galaxies and all these different things, it's just crazy. It's unlimited really in our human perception. Does that make sense? And so I just love this. And so some of you guys heard the testimony last week of Kurt and Katie Atkins too, was that pretty cool? And uh, I just wanna go over a couple of these things because a lot of people were reaching out to me like, what are they doing? All they're doing, <laughs> I'll read some key parts of this again. They've, they've reprogrammed themselves to just expect the best no matter what. 
that they're, they're attached to Christ and they're attached to him. And so you guys heard, I'll, I'll just pick some cool things out, how, how, they're, how they're living. You know, seven years ago when uh, she was, we prayed for her and she was supernaturally healed, which is just awesome, right? And then they have this great healing ministry up there too now because, uh, hey, when, you, when you're supernaturally healed, it does something to you, right? Like, whoa, that's, that's real. And, uh, but then some of the other crazy things, now that they've started to really believe that, hey, I'm one with Christ and I'm, I'm one with perfect love and I'm one, fin- I'm one with unlimited possibilities, this infinite God that's just massive, right? And so it says, uh, hey, they, they allowed this, we began to see ourselves who we really are. And that's really the thing. It's, it's we allow our, our spiritual lens to open up and go, who are we really, we're attached to this guy. We're attached to infinite love and uh, he's jealous for his bride, Right? And it would be like this, is if somebody did anything to Barb or any of your, Dave, if anything did to Rose, your wrath will come out, right? It's not anger. It's not anger. Like, that's how the wrath of God, everybody thought it was this wrath of God. No, it's his, it's his passion for his loved one. I'll do anything for my loved one. Does that make sense? In fact, I'll put my money on Dave. The other person is probably not going to end well. So... And not that he would do anything, but that's who he is. He's like, you know what, I'll, I'll remove any idea that there was anything wrong with you. I want you to know that there's nothing I wouldn't provide for you because I love you infinitely. That, that, so this just, this just, I'm just trying to, this shows me the infiniteness of God. And, and this is just one. If you go look at the Hubble telescope, actually, if you, when they do a, I saw this picture for the first time today too, um, where they show all of the, the, the stars and all the galaxies in there is just like bright. So if that's, if that's four light years tall and I can see things way in the distance, I'm like, how, how big is this God that we serve, amen? And actually, I, that's even wrong, this God that we serve, because we have this idea that we've served God. No, we're in the house, we're sons. We don't, if anything, he serves us, because he's a, he's a husband that serves his bride. He's a father that serves his kids, amen? So, but you know what I'm saying, it's just, not the God that we serve, the God that, the God that loves us perfectly will take care of every situation. It's a better way to do it. How's that? Is that cool? So anyway, so they radically paid off $104,000 in debt, not trying to do it. But this is the, this is the, the interesting part where I'm trying to get you guys. So they, they have a painting business and they were just saying, hey, you know what? Um, it would be great to make $25,000 a month. And then they would just drive by in the neighborhood and go, man, that would be a nice house to paint. A couple years or a couple days later, somebody in that neighborhood calls. And it's just, they're not doing anything magical, whatever. They're really just so programmed themselves to, I am one with him and he perfectly loves me and he gives me the desires of my heart. That's where I'm trying to get you guys. Does that, does that help? So I want, I want to share one other thing then we'll get into some scriptures. Is, uh, uh, it's really interesting. Um, you guys have all read, gone through these books, et cetera, and some people you know, are, are, yeah, I've, you know, the, the, that stuff doesn't work. I'm just telling you, there's too many examples in Barb and I's lives this stuff works too, and so... Um, whether, you, whether you believe it or not, try it sometime. <laughs> It'll shock you. So Norman Vincent Peale, Power Positive, think you've all been there, and I've heard negative stuff, and I picked it up about two months ago when I was driving to, or going to the airport again, and knowing what I know now, like this is probably the third time I've actually gone through it, I go, this is so good. I was kind of missing it before because I was doing it legalistically and trying to perform. And Michael, you were just saying it's rocking your world again, isn't it? Isn't it awesome? So let me just share some stuff with you. So th- th- I think this is awesome. 
where Matthew 9, 29 is really where we're going. Is, and this has been so abused, so I'm gonna try to help you. According to your faith, be it unto you. Now, and here's what he says. Go to a competent spiritual advisor. Hopefully I have some competency. A competent spiritual advisor and let him teach you how to have faith. The ability to possess and utilize this faith and gain the release of its power. It provides our skills, uh, and like any skill, it's studied and practiced to gain perfection. This is what ministers are supposed to do, really, is, is try to heal your, the spiritual part of you and how to use the spiritual part of you, actually. And so it's not to, most of the time, the faith that I grew up trying to, I hate the word, even Barb knows that, I've, I've like, God, I want to get rid of that word because it's so abused and, and people's, because um, uh, faith should be effortless. Faith shouldn't be something you have to try work up. If, if it is, it's not faith. It's just it's actually quite more easy to do compared to what you've been taught. And so we'll, we'll try to get there over the next couple of weeks. But it's not, I, I was taught things like this. Get into the word more, pray more, fast, um, repent again. Um, what are some of the other things you've heard, like the religious exercises that just irritate you and make you frustrated? Yeah, Bible study. Yeah, go get the, and, and uh, and you know what, by the grace of God, sometimes like something would come to people, but I don't think it's that at all. Let, let me tell you what I think it really is. is, is uh, he's given us, um, so let me just read this. I think this is so good. Use the thought that God is actually with you and helping you in every situation. Go about your business in the assumption that what you've affirmed, what you've visualized is already true. Affirm it, visualize it, believe it, it will actualize itself. The release of, this is what I want you to get, the release of this power which, is pro, which this procedure stimulates will astonish you. And I believe that. When you start, and when you start trying to, uh, when you start operating from I am this and this is who I am in him and you operate from, human beings are the only ones that have given this creative ability where we can project ourselves into, the, into our vision, into the, use our meditation and, and whatever word you want to use. I think imagination is the easiest is, uh, hey, you use your imagination to see what you want life to be. And this is what's fascinating to me is I've seen it over and over and over that when you, when you do that on a consistent basis, that's why Paul's, Paul's writings emphasize so much, think on these things, things that are lovely, pure. If there's anything noble, if there's anything true, think on these. Guard your heart with all diligence because out of your heart is where life comes from. It's spiritual. The kingdom's within, right? It's a... a it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the spirit. So it's really using your heart, your, your mind, your spiritual parts of you that you can't see, not your brain. It's your heart, your spirit man, your un- subconscious, if you want to call it from a scientific term. But when you continue to just think on good things and you find the good in everything versus eating the good bad tree, no, he's only life and life more abundantly. You'll find the good in every situation. You will. And the rest, forgive and let it roll off your back. Because if you don't take captive every thought, what happens is the thoughts start to condemn you and it's just, you start to get fearful, you start to worry, and it robs you of all of the spiritual power that God's given us. And we start to worry and fear and, and guys, I do it too. I'm not, please understand, I'm not preaching at you. I'm just trying to show you, if you do it, man, it's awesome. Because uh, I, I just know from experience too is when Barbara and I would do exactly what they're doing, just go, you know what, this would be awesome to, ha- to have a business like this. And, and stuff just happens supernaturally to us. And then, then I got saved, and that sucked, because all this, all this effortless life I was enjoying, just because I believed God was good, I'm like, wait a minute, okay, so I'll only be blessed if I do this, and if I pray this long, and, 
And I got conscious of the, the religious behavior and I didn't experience as much life. So I'm just trying to show you that these guys got it down, man. They, they actually have it. And uh, you may, you may want to take a look at this again because I, I was reading it and I go, whoa, there's nuggets in here. Read it slowly. And uh, he was like, don't ever, um, the fact that you can actually even visualize it, it's proof that you can bring it into pass. It's cool to me. Anyway, and I've just seen it happen too many times. So you guys okay with that? All right, let's get into this. Anybody watch 18 innings last night? Did you? No, me either. I told Barb, I said, I'll give him one extra inning. I went to the 10th and I woke up this morning and go, thank God I didn't watch 18. So uh, if it was the Yankees, I would have watched 18. And I've been irritated, but anyway. All right, let's go to that first slide if we can. All right, so 2 Timothy 1.7, this is Paul's letter to uh, basically his protege, this young pastor, Timothy. And uh, God has not given us a spirit of what? You guys all know this. Fear, but of what? Power. Our, there's, there's, there's energy, there's power. How we flow in the divine life is, is thinking on good things. He's only good. He's only love. He's only uh, good for you. So that's how power is released. He didn't give us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and a sound mind. Amen? So, no matter what the issue we face, remember, guys, God does not see obstacles, just unlimited possibilities. In fact, he, he sits out of the time, as we were talking about this. He sees all complete in him, teleos. So you're, he's your end. So whatever doesn't look like him, guess what? You can go, how would it look in Jesus? That's your end. Does that, does that make sense to you guys? Hey, Sulin, two in a row. They crushed him today. What was it, 38 to something or something? Oh, yeah, they crushed him. So congratulations. My Hawkeyes got beat. <sighs> yeah, the Sooners took care of business today, that's for sure. So no matter what issue we face, God doesn't see obstacles, just unlimited possibilities. He's given you that same spirit. Amen? So fearful, negative repetition in our minds, what do we call that? Worry. Meditation on the wrong thing, thinking what could go wrong. It literally robs you of your power, your soundness. You start experiencing... Uh, death, really. You know, you start anxiety. And hey, Is it ever fun to have anxiousness? Ugh, I hate it. I just hate it. And when I do, I'm like, oh, Lord, okay, which part of, which part of light am I not grasping right now? Because uh, I shouldn't be experiencing this. So I know that I've, I've gotten lazy thinking wrong things too much. And it just becomes a stronghold. It becomes really what we start to experience, even when there's nothing there to experience it. it but it's very real, isn't it? When we're worrying and anxious and things, it, doesn't it feel like death? It's like, God, Lord. And I think um, uh, I was talking to Mark online last week, and he was going, you know what? So here's what we typically do. When something's going on in our lives, we get the prayer chain out, right? And if I can step back and look at a distance, I go, none of these people are operating in persuasion. They're all, they're all in this position that, in fact, this was a, this was a health issue, and... Um, when they go, please pray for this person. I can even feel it in their, in their words and their writing that they're writing on Facebook or whatever it is. I'm like, man, these people are not persuaded at all. They're, they're coming at this position from, God, this person's gonna die. And unless you do something, he's gonna die. Please help. You know, this desperate, this desperate situation. And God's like, no, no, that's not, that's not how it is. That's not how you use your meditation. You start from perfection. That's where we start, in Christ. We start in the anointing, and we work from there. So we use our imagination. Prayer is really seeing ourselves perfectly loved, uh, 
would a father do, do this to a son? Would a wife do this to a, or, or, or a, a husband do this to a, a wife? No way. So I've obviously started at this prayer position from the wrong position. I need to see the victory already done. Does that make sense? And if you do that on a consistent basis, then you start to feel this energy, this power start to flow out of you. Does that make sense? So um, I'm going to get a little geeky on you here a minute for you engineer types. Um, uh, anybody know the first law of thermodynamics? <laughs> I told you I was going to get geeky, but it's simply this. It's... Um, it's, it's, it's really all this is, that energy cannot be created or destroyed. So energy in equals energy out. Mass in equals mass out. Does that, does that make sense? So if energy can't be created or destroyed, and, and Einstein said energy equals mass, right? So we're not, we're, not, uh, we're not working up energy, et cetera, when we start believing on these things. Really all you're doing is... When you get on the same wavelength as God, how does, how does God look at this thing? What, how does he see this problem? He probably looks at it a little differently than me. Does that make sense? He's got one little nebulous that is four light years tall, right? Which is 7,000 light years away. And uh, there's a scripture that it says he spans the universes with his hand. I, you've heard me talk about this before, but this is just how I look at it as I go. He sees all these infinite galaxies and nebulas and all these different things and he just palms it like a basketball. Chunk. I've, got, I've got everything in my hand and I'm one with you, so just relax. Does that, does that make sense? So that just helps me realize how big he is, etc. and go, okay. <sighs> yeah, remember, Gilroy, that I'm one with you. And so if I change my belief, it has a different energy. So mass is neither created nor destroyed, it just changes different form. It changes our physical world. Thoughts change things. And it's not just thinking, thinking, brain, hard to do it. It's really relaxing and let it bubble up out of your spirit, your, your heart, your spirit man. That's why it says, hey, you know what? You can change what you believe. So we're not trying to work up faith. If you start, just start from this position, he loves me perfectly. There's nothing he wouldn't do for me. And it's going to be okay. And you do that long enough, guys. I'm just telling you, faith is just effortless. You won't even worry about what it is or what, what this, it doesn't come from working it up, praying in tongues long enough. I've, I've tried it. And when I just simple go, you know what, Lord, you love me perfectly. And this is, this is the situation. And uh, I just roll that care to you and I know it's gonna be okay. Then the power starts to flow. That's what he's given you because that's who he is. So he can't, anything other than, than what Paul's talking about captive every thought to the anointing, we experience worry, anxiety, death. We experience the wrong thing. It's a different energy. Does that make sense to you guys? So if we want to change anything physical, we just change what we believe. What we, what we, and you can physically change your heart by thinking on the wrong thing, right, the right thing. That's what, you know, healing code and heart math and all that, like literally down to the DNA level. When you, they, they show it. They put DNA in a test tube and when you think about bad things and, and hate and evil and all these things, it starts to unravel the DNA. But when you think about love and perfection and, and beauty, it starts to re-heal the DNA. It's fascinating. So down to the DNA. So you're, I get it. Hey, we're all born that way, right? We have people go, well, they're born that way. Yeah, but they've shown that you don't have to stay that way. I love that. We're not helpless. We're not hopeless. Amen? So does that help you guys? So fearful negative repetition. Uh, it's just 
thinking about what could go wrong and, you, and he's given you these emotions so you can go, oh, I'm thinking about the wrong thing. Not to go, doggone it, I don't have enough faith. Don't even worry about faith. Just watch your emotions. Watch the pictures that are going on in your head and it'll tell you, hey, I need, to, I need to think on these things a little bit more. But if you do, it's so worth it, guys. The power of God starts to flow through your life. Even if things are going bad, it's just like, you know what? You're, you're just joyful in the midst of nonsense. And the end is going to be okay. That's the beautiful part. So does that help you guys? So, all right, what did I write here? God has given us the unique ability to remind ourselves we're perfectly loved and victorious in Christ. When we replace the negative thoughts with thoughts of victory, we can replace the negative thoughts with thoughts of victory. What we hold in our imagination, our hearts, our minds, the, the supernatural part of you, the, the spirit man, that's what he says, hey, go find a competent minister that can teach you how to heal your heart and, and your, your thoughts and these, these things. So I'll turn this one off. That's what happened, didn't it? The battery just died, bud? Yeah, okay. We knew it was going to happen because the batteries weren't plugged in. So, um, literally, when you start thinking about the, a different thing, guess what happens? It starts to bring it into form. It starts to bring it out of the spiritual into the physical. And if you do it long enough, it's just a matter of time. Is that awesome or is that awesome? See, that, that excites me. And I know a lot of people think, uh, oh, that's just garbage, etc. And I would just go, try it, man. You've tried your way long enough, Right? You've been trying to do all these religious prayers and religious fasting and nonsense, and, and he's going, no, no, I gave you a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. You don't have to go through all that. Is, uh, you're a co-creator. You can create with me. You're, I created you as a creative being. Operate from the I am that. Not, I'm trying to get there. If I, I'm a good boy, then God will bless me. Does that help you guys? And then that's all these guys are doing You know, in this testimony. They're just going, you know what, Lord, that would just be awesome. And he's, he's just this, this loving father, this loving husband that goes, would you like that, my bride? Let me give it to you. That's just how you start living. How many of you guys would like to live there? It's really real. So that's what I would tell you. That's what they, they would share with you. This is what they're doing. And it's not magic. It's just life. And so anyway, let's go to the next slide. So Matthew 19, 26, you guys have all heard these. With God, how many things are possible? All. He's unlimited, Right? So Luke 9, 23, I could give you a ton of verses. If thou canst believe or be persuaded, all things are possible to him that is persuaded, is a better word. Don't, don't think, if you have negative connotations of faith, which I do, um, because I'm like, it's just you don't have enough faith. I just want to punt those pastors that tell me that. Uh, I'm like, I know I don't have it. You don't need to tell me and remind me. Why don't you help me figure out how to get it versus be a master of the obvious and tell me I don't have it, right? I hate that, actually. And so... Uh, so for centuries, religious leaders are going, hey, have enough faith. They all acknowledge, you know, for 2,000 years with Scripture, it's such a, they, it's unlimited. Faith will do anything. God's unlimited. It's unlimited possibilities, but they don't tell you how to have it. I'm, I'm trying to show you how, how simple it actually is. And uh, he's a good father. I've got kids. You, some of you guys have kids. You've got grandkids, et cetera. Would you make it as hard as what religions made it to try to figure this thing out? I remember when Barb and I, quote unquote, got saved again, after about a year and a half, we're like, this gospel sucks, actually. I don't want to share this with anybody. Because it was so effortless, it was so easy just to believe that God loved us and he was blessing and doing all these things. And then when, when we started doing all the religious things, honestly, I, I wasn't excited to share it with God. I wasn't excited. Because I'm like, this is just a pain in the butt, man. But I, I guess these guys are big pastors and, and they're telling me all this stuff. And I just experienced death. Stuff started to die in my life, and my heart started to ache, and just, oh, gosh, I don't, if this is God, man, I, no wonder people are atheists, right? 
And uh, it just bothered me. And then, then when you really start getting a hold of who he really is and perfect love and the true gospel, it's like, oh, it's so good. The world needs to know they're included, they're loved, he'll do anything for them. They're, all things are possible when you really understand who he is because you're, you're tied to the limitless one. You're one with the limitless one and he's going, and I operate out of the inside, I operate out of the spirit. Here's how simple it is. Dwell on what you desire, dwell on good things. See the end from the beginning and you'll bring it into pass. You'll bring it into form. It just changes energy and now you have what you're looking for because energy is neither created nor destroyed. Math just changes forms. So if you want to change what you're, what's going on, guess what? He goes, you can do it spiritually. You can make every situation in the natural bow to the anointing in you. Is that cool? And, I, and, and it's not out of this weird, the authority, you have the authority, and that's how I used to believe. And I watch all these guys, I'm like, I don't feel like I have the authority right now. And uh, you do, I get it. There's a simple truth in there, but it's, it's not out of just trying to muscle it out with your religious faith. It just comes out of your heart when you just focus on the right thing, it brings it into form, and you'll, you'll start to experience life. It's, it's, it's simple, and it's really enjoyable. <laughs> so it's worth it. Does that, does that help you guys? So, yeah, if you're experiencing frustration, fears, all these things, hey, don't get bummed out. It, it's, it's the human condition. We've all gone through all those things. It's just, you know what? Spend a little more quiet time seeing the end from the beginning, seeing how much God loves you, and this is what a loving father would do. There's nothing that separates you from him and he withholds nothing that is good. So just spend a little more time there and then it becomes easier. The frustration times when something looks like it's going wrong gets shorter and you actually start to experience more life. That's how you do it. That's how things start to happen where just crazy things that you can't explain and that's the supernatural stuff. And uh, for most of you guys, I've talked about that. It's like the early church, what did they do when they didn't have the Bible? pretty cool things. <laughs> like if you look at Acts 5, I was reading that again today where they said, you know, all the, the people and, and um, they would bring all the sick and the, the, the afflicted into the streets just so Peter's shadow would fall on them and heal them. And then the religious leaders got ticked. You go read it, threw them in jail. Um, were they joyful in jail? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they were even joyful in jail. And then it says, so after Peter's shadow is healing, healing everybody, religious people can't stand that. You're tearing down our gig. Um, they're not going to need us telling them all the religious things they need to do. They throw them in jail, and it says, the angel of the Lord opened the gates that night and said, hey, no, no, keep go sharing this good message. So even when they were in jail, they were joyful because they knew it wasn't a term, permanent situation. Is that cool or is that cool? Go read that stuff. It's really fascinating. So that's the kind of stuff they did when they didn't have scripture. That's where I'm like, I want to do that. You guys want to do that? I want to live in the supernatural. I really do. I want to live out of the spirit man more than the, the earth man. And because uh, the earth man just frustrates us. So anyways, that's, all things are possible. I want you to get that. So uh, when you're in, I don't care what situation, all things are possible. If we want the situation to change, we just change what's going on in here. Easy enough? All right, next slide. Uh, and you guys all know this too. I'm just reminding you over the next couple of weeks here. Because I, I think guys, if you get this, man, the world becomes your oyster. You just start to experience life and start having fun with life. Even in tragedies, guys, you'll be able to walk through it and go, oh, all things are going to work for my good. It's going to be awesome. And then all, every time you get down the road a year or two years later and you go, oh, I get it. It wasn't pleasant, but I get it. It completed me. It says, let patience have its perfect work because it completes you. There's one more thing so that you'll have nothing lacking. I just want to get there. <laughs> 
So 2 Corinthians 10.5, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, it's not physical things is a better way to say it, but mighty, so our weapons are mighty. So what I'm talk, telling you and teaching you is not wimpy religious nonsense, it's mighty, amen? It's mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Where's the stronghold? In our hearts and minds. It's how we've programmed ourselves, right? I was taught it's like this nasty brood of demons over my house. This is goofy to me now. I'm like, no, it was in my heart. It says, there's nothing external that defiles a man. It's the heart that defileth a man. So you don't have to worry about, um, hey, he's not after you. The demons aren't after you. You're after you. We're the issue. But that's really good news to me because if we change this, it goes away. We can start to experience life. It's internal. Everything's spiritual. So he's going, hey, it's not out of physical weapons like the Romans have, it's, but it's mighty, guys. This isn't something wimpy. I've given you a spirit of power of love and a sound mind. His power is the same power that creates one little finger that's four light years high. That's how much spiritual power it is. Is that cool? So casting down imaginations. So where's the imagination? Again, it's your heart, right? The spiritual part of you, you can't see. You're, it's not your brain, guys. It's not, your brain's just this tool that is a receptor for the spiritual things of you. So um, casting down imaginations and everything, every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of the anointing. Bring every thought to the obedience of the anointing. Why? Because when you bring the thought to the obedience of the anointing, it starts to change physically. Get it? So focus on the negative, it just makes the problem bigger, and that's where I think we limit the supernatural part of us, and that's where most prayer chains are, in my opinion. I'll pray for this, brother. This is what's going on. I'm like, no, man, I I will pray for you, but not like that. It's we're going to start from a position of we're in Christ, we're victory, we're going to have this situation complete in Christ. That's the starting point. Does that make sense? that he blesses us. He just, he does what he does just because, and he just allows us to participate in that divine life. So that's how we, that's how we start. That's our starting. You start from victory, not trying to get there. Religion says you're not there yet. Do these things. Here's how you get there. God goes, no, you're already there. You're complete in me. You're sitting with me far above on the, on the right hand. The right hand's always the position of honor. You're my bride in the position of honor. This is your position. Anything else that seems to be higher than that is just nonsense. Remind yourselves of that, and you'll see the divine power start flowing out of you again. You'll start to operate out of the supernatural part of you. If you practice it, guys, it's pretty fun. And I, I just want to practice it with you. Is that, is that cool? I just, I just, it's, it's, it's just more fun to live that way, in my opinion. So, again, God does not see problems. What does he see? You complete, right? Life, victory. So, this is the part where I'm really trying to draw out of me and every one of you. We have the power, we have the grace, we have the anointing for everything. So to see ourselves victorious and joyful, this is what he was saying. Hey, I didn't give you a, a, a spirit of fear. You don't have to fear me. You don't have to be worried about things. I've given you a spirit of power that you don't have to play victim to the situations. You're above and beyond that. You're not hopeless. It's not... The, the, the relationship is not, it's just, it's a nothingness to him to restore it. And he goes, if you start just really just living in life, I, you won't even, you're like, what were we arguing about again? I know, because my wife and I have been there. It's really pretty cool. Business situations too, you know, like, I'm just, I'm tired of struggling, Lord. And just thank you for supernaturally blessing my business. That's when my business goes. 
And it's like, it's not that I'm, I'm lazy, it's just better. It's, uh, hey, I, I don't want to work without results. I want to work with results. And that you guys do? And when you, you know what, you wake up in the morning and you see, hey, you know what, Lord, if I could do, if, what, would I, what would I try imagine if I knew it wasn't impossible, if I knew I couldn't fail? I just think it's bigger than what we currently do. And guess what? When it starts to stretch you like that, if you can imagine it, it's proof you can have it. And you can bring it out of the spirit into the physical. That's fun to me. That's fun. Anybody want a good stretch like that? See, I just want to live life large, man. We all, we all do. As little kids, we used to just live in that childlike faith, and then we get realistic as adults, and I hate it. I hate the religious nonsense that we put ourselves in. And uh, pray for me, brother. No, man, let's, no, let's, not like that. Not from that negative, depressed, hopeful, hopeless, Lord, please help. Not from that, from, but from a position of, God, you love me perfectly. I'm just excited to see one more time how you're going to bring this to pass. Does that make sense? And you, you just, you get more bold. You start to feel the energy. You start to feel the, the power start to flow through you. And it's not like this weird thing, you know. Because um, then I, I look at their life two weeks later and they're still shaking and flopping around the floor. And you don't need to do any of that. It's inside, okay? I don't care if you do. It's just not necessary, right? <laughs> I... Anyway, when you start to think about these things and how, and you start to experience, you look at it as life and victorious, etc. That's when you start to experience this unlimitedness of God. You start to actually feel the your your attitude changes, your demeanor changes, your heart rests, which is the main thing. Like, oh man, yeah, okay, what was I? Yeah, you start to experience what He's talking about—that spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. Is this helping you guys at all? So, all right, so. Um, we have the creative ability to make seemingly impossible situations about me. That's, see, that's the cool part to me, and it's not out of this arrogant, um, uh, how I was taught, we have a thick authority, brother. And then they start casting down demons and all this stuff. I'm like, somebody needs to take authority over your nonsense, man. It's just, you're scaring people by spitting and yelling at Jesus and doing weird, all these animations when they're praying for people. I'm like, what the, what planet am I on after a while? I was like, no, really, that's what most of these, I was like, what am I doing here, Martha? Exactly right. And, uh, and then if you're feisty, like my wife, she goes, I'm not going down. They're trying to push her head. And she says, I'm not going down. She never went down. She just stood there. I'm like, you did touch me once more. You're going to get a women's size eight somewhere, you know? <laughs> She's just feisty, man. I'm like, no, my life's fine. I don't need to do that, right? So uh, why? Because she's got a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. She goes, that's nonsense. It's just physical. The kingdom's spiritual, right? Anyway, does this help you guys? You want to flop around, no problem. I just think you're going to be embarrassed when the videos show up 10 years from now. So uh, I used to do that, <laughs> right? Your kids, you hide it from your kids. <laughs> anyway, all right, let's go to the last slide. <laughs> uh, hey, whatever situation you're in, it's an unlimited possibility. How do you want it to end? Whatever the situation is, all things are possible to him who is persuaded. So how do you want it to end? How do you want, do you want it to be victorious? Do you want to start from a position of victory? Or do you want to start of, I got to do these things and hope, hopefully pray long, hard, God will bless me. No, he's already completed you. He, he sees the end from the beginning. Your victory's already done. Amen? So start from there and start to use your imagination, the joy of the Lord, just things like that, you know, singing in your heart.
reminding yourself that you're attached to infinite, unlimited power. Unlimited love is really the main thing. And so uh, then you start to break that cycle of fear, anxiety, which becomes a stronghold. And you go, I, and I get it. In, if you're there, you can't even experience life right now. You, you think sometimes even what I'm saying is just nonsense. I'm telling you it's not. If you can only think about life and good things for five seconds, start there. Because the next day you'll probably be able to do 10, 15 seconds. And then you, do it, you start to break down that stronghold. It's a mighty weapon, God said, that heals your heart. And once your heart healed, now you can start operating out of the supernatural part of you versus the physical five senses, etc. Does, does that make sense? If you practice it, guys, it gets easier and easier and easier and you start to experience more and more life. And you know what? Uh, people will go to you, man, something's changed. You just, you're more joyful. You're just happy. I'm like, praise God, man. Right? Haven't been going to that lame Bible study anymore. That's why. So, uh, hey, if you want to do it, I just, I, don't, I've, I, I never really experienced much life going to those. I went a couple times and I was like, good Lord. I feel pretty good about myself. So, hey, well, you have Christ in you. There's no separation, what we were talking about in Colossians, right? They, he's not like the pagan gods that we've imagined, that he's far from us, etc. He goes, no, there's a mystery that's been hidden from the ages, but it's now revealed I've been in you the whole time. Christ in you, the confident expectation of glorification. This situation is going to end in glory. And how you get there faster is you start thinking on good things. You start seeing the end from the beginning. Seeing yourself loved and victorious because what would a loving husband do for his wife? He would do this. That's what you start to experience and picture. And don't, don't, uh, don't underestimate the, if you have the ability to imagine it, guys, it's true. It's true. So don't underestimate. That's the power he's given us. So his love, his kindness will heal every broken and wounded heart. So I get it. Hey, you guys online too, if your heart's heal or needs healing, etc., that's where we start. He's like, you know what? I'm, I'm perfectly kind. I perfectly love you. Let me just heal your heart first. That most of the, the, the charismatic stuff that I grew up with was all about victory. Then if you asked them about the love of God, they had nothing left. They were exhausted spiritually. Like, I don't know. Who's Jesus? I, I, it might be a good idea to have this relationship with them. Right? So they made the relationship into the, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about seeing the miraculous and somehow that proved God's with you. No, God's with everybody and in everybody. It's, it's one more time that he'll prove his faithfulness and love to you, which t- gets you deeper into love with him. Does that make sense? I know kids, if, if, if their parents come through for them, one, they, then they stop worrying about it. They just, that's who my parents are. I can live in perfect peace because my parents take care of me. That's what he does. So I want you to get there where he takes care of you. It doesn't matter what's going on. Even, even if it looks like you've so, so called failure, you haven't because that's not your end. There's even a reason to be joyful then because Christ is your end. Perfection's your end. So you can, I don't care what situation, how desperate it is, that's not your end. Because he doesn't see it. He goes, I can turn that situation like that and I'm really good at it and just allow me to work through you. The only way I work through you is through the spiritual part of you. That's when you start to experience the power, the release of energy, all these things, the joyfulness in the spirit, the kingdom, you start to experience the kingdom. Does that help? All right, so what did I write? Let's end this thing. So we have a supernatural part of us, a spiritual part of us, the real you actually, that can overcome the natural. You're not a victim. You're not, it doesn't matter what it looks like here. So start to see your imagination and heart. See yourself loved. That's where you have to start first. (sighs) There's no separation. He loves me perfectly. See yourself healed. See yourself that you have the anointing in you, which means you have the power, you the grace, 
to allow it to flow through you and work with you. If there's an idea you need, don't go, Lord, I need the idea. He'll give it to you. And faith will come effortlessly. You'll just go, oh, something popped up in my, call it intuition, call it something that popped up. You go, oh, I got it. And it'll just be real to you. Trust me on this. It works. So, hey, it's not just about the victory. That's what I, so it's not this weird charismatic, you have authority and victory and all that. That's all fine. But I see most of them are angry. Um, They don't have a lot of joy. Uh, I want the full package, don't you? I want the whole stinking thing. I want the supernatural with the perfect love that I'm in the family of God. That's what we're after, in my opinion. Amen? All right, so get to your feet. Is this helping you? Yes. We'll do this at least another week or so. <sighs> but you know what? If there's things going on in your life tonight, um, welcome to the club, first of all. Oh. <laughs> right. It says, uh, you know, there's, in Scripture, it says, hey, what you're going through, you're not as special as you think, is how Paul says. Every human being, there's been a bunch of situations that have already looked like this, and it's going to be okay. So he says, hey, what's going on with you is not, uh, it's natural to all men. So don't worry about it. Like, and I think some people are, the devil's after me, the demons are after me. No, you're not that special. You're really not. <laughs> you're... Exactly. <laughs> I think, you know, pray for me. The devil's after me. No, you're, you know what? Your stronghold that you've created, you've, it's, I get it. It's very real to you. But you've just focused on the wrong thing of worry and anxiety, etc. So it feels like that. Life starts to deteriorate and it's hell. I get it. I've been there. Just get out of it as fast as you can. So there's no, there's no external force or anything like that holding you. There's nothing to overcome. There's no... There's no uh, evil, you need to come with your goodness somehow. There's, there's none of that. He's one. There's one spirit, not dual. We've talked about that, right? So what's the issue? It's our heart. But the beautiful thing is he goes, you know what? I've given you the ability to have power, love, and a sound mind. Just start using your God-given gifts, and you'll start to experience everything I'm talking about. And you won't feel like a victim anymore. You actually start experiencing life. You'll be able to walk into situations, other things, and start to shed light into their life. You, you have the ability to make those situations bow when you, when you really focus on these things because that's who you become. And it's a million times more powerful than your brain and all these physical things. The spirit realm is unlimited, guys. So does this help you? So whatever's going on, like I said, welcome for the club. And then, you know what? How do you want that situation to end? What do you want the end to look like? Think on those things. Just start dreaming, thinking, using your imagination for those. Hey, you know what? Um, if I was a husband and my wife was in turmoil like this, would I like to see her that way? Of course not. So how would I want it to see it look? Yeah, of course. It would be taken care of. It would be one more time where she would look at you and go, man, no, I, there's a reason I married him. I, that's, I trust him. And it's not us out of our human condition, guys. I'm saying this is how I look at Jesus. This is how I look at the Father. I go, you know what, that's, how, that's what he would do because perfect love would not keep any record of wrong. So if I'm the one that made a mistake that got me in this situation, yes, you are. Yeah. So am I. Yes, <laughs> He's not negative and condemning you. It's not karma. It's none of that, right? He goes, I've accounted for that. 
I see the end from the beginning. I knew you were going to make that mistake, and I just walked down that road with you, but guess what? I'm with you, so that means the victory is also with you. So start seeing yourself as how you'd like it to be. I know it's a little bit of work at first, but that's where he says labor to enter into that peace, that shalom, that goodness, that, that rest. There's no really hard work. I've given you, all of you, the, a power of love and a sound mind. Use your God-given abilities, guys, and you'll see the situation turn around for good. So Father, I thank you that you love these people perfectly. You love me perfectly. You never keep record of wrong. You're perfect love. You would never do that. You never go, hey, you know what? They made this bed. They're going to lay in these sheets. No, no, you, you change the sheets for us. You make everything right. You make everything good. You heal every heart. You fix every situation. That's what you do. So let us just start seeing life through your lens. The supernatural part of us is a million times more powerful than natural. You're unlimited, so that means we're unlimited. We just say thank you for radical blessings, radical things going on in our life as we practice these spiritual things that you've already given us. In Jesus' magnificent name, amen, amen, amen.